Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I invite you to join us for worship on Sundays at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., and 5 p.m., with church school for all ages at 9 a.m. Please also connect with us online at chapelofthecrossms.org. I hope this sermon enriches your walk with Christ. God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts, bless us, direct us, and send us out living letters of the word. Amen. Please be seated. My mother tells a beautiful story about sitting with me when I was an infant. Apparently I didn't sleep very well and would wake up in the middle of the night unable to go back to sleep. That was one of my biggest frustrations with my own children. I get that sometimes, at any age, when you wake up in the middle of the night, perhaps you had a weird or scary dream, that takes a while to go back to sleep. But these blessed babies, they're screaming. They're clearly tired and need to sleep but they don't know how to go to sleep. You just go to sleep. Sleep is awesome. Just go to sleep. But I digress. So when I was up in the middle of the night, my mother would take me out of the crib and walk into the den and sit on the couch in front of a large window and watch the world. We lived in rural Kentucky at the time, a small town called Buckner, and the view out the window was uninterrupted for us. And when the moon was out, it was as bright as day. In those moments, despite the cranky kid in her arms, despite being half a world away from her family, despite the normal fears of a young mother sitting on that couch, Watching the moon, she felt at peace. She knew that everything would be okay. I admire that faith. From today's gospel, John said to the crowds that came out to be baptized by him, You brood of vipers! Who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? John was always a laugh riot at the office Christmas party. <laughs> but an interesting and important detail from that verse, the crowds went out to be baptized. John wasn't traveling door to door. He didn't set up a convenient pop-up next to the cups. He wasn't easily accessible to most in the metro area. But he was out in the wilderness, 
Audrey West, a scholar I read this week, comments, Luke does not explain why the crowds have come out to be baptized by John in the wilderness, but across the biblical witness, the wilderness is often a place where human need encounters God's gracious provision. I love that. Where human need encounters God's gracious provision. That sounds like a beautiful place to be. Such provision was not easy to see yesterday morning as I watched footage from my home state of Kentucky where over 100 people have died after an outbreak of particularly deadly tornadoes. One twister, particular twister, an F5, traveled along the ground for over 200 miles, flattening entire towns. I am reminded of the suggestion of Fred Rogers. When I was a boy and would see things scary in the news, Rogers said to his television neighbors, my mother would say to me, look for the helpers. You will always find people who are helping. Very comforting. But perhaps as adults and people with some means, we could expand that advice to be a helper. As our friend Marshall Ramsey would say, when things get bad, we get good. When disaster strikes and before you can crawl out of the rubble, a church van will pull up full of people with chainsaws and casseroles. When John surveys the people coming out to get baptized, he sees a group of folks trying to find God and trying to get good. The crowds asked him, that what then should we do? In reply, he says to them, whoever has two coats must share with anyone who has none, and whoever has food must do likewise. Even tax collectors came to be baptized, and they asked him, Teacher, what should we do? He said to them, Collect no more than the amount prescribed for you. Tax collectors in the provinces of the Roman Empire were notorious for charging a bit extra and then keeping the extra for themselves. Soldiers also asked him, And we, what should we do? And he said to them, do not extort money from anyone by threats or false accusation, and be satisfied with your wages. Roman soldiers, who were highly trained warriors, were notorious for bullying the locals into giving them their lunch money. But by coming out to be baptized, John expected all of them to be good. We can all be good. We are called to be good. And John shows us this day in that oh-so-subtle Johannine way that we can be good through the occupations and vocations of this life and bear fruit worthy of repentance. We can be good not only here at the chapel where we do many good things, but we can be good at work. We can be good at home. We can be good on the road. We can even be good at the Walmarts. 
And then, once we have done our best to be good, then we can be at peace and have faith in God's gracious provision. One day, that young mom was sitting on the couch with a little me, and the sirens began to wail. And the man on the TV said it was time to head to the basement. My hometown of Louisville was devastated on that day in 19... <clears throat> and the homes of many of my family's friends and colleagues were a total loss. That was considered the worst storm in Kentucky history until yesterday. But as the prophet Zephaniah also says to us today, the King of Israel, the Lord is in your midst, and you shall fear disaster no more. Or as St. Teresa said, Christ has no body on earth but yours. Do your part. Do your part in being good. Our abilities and means might be different, but we are called by God to get good in a holy way. If we all play a part, think how much closer we would be to that reign of God that John keeps talking about.